From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. It is the national news. Yes, January 1, 2023. The best news you'll get all week. Joining us this week will be WIA Director and Secretary Peter Klee, plus many, many more in the 30-minute edition of News from the Wireless Institute of Australia. And in breaking news, Yesu bows out. Yesu have informed that the production of the FT-818ND and the FTM-400XDR will be discontinued. They are forced to make this decision due to difficulty with availability of some components. And won't you fly with me? The ham radio payload balloon call sign W5KUB-112 has been in flight for 202 days. Keep on the lookout for it. The 32-inch clear balloon was manufactured by Japanese specialist balloon company Yokohama. And if you are aiming at tracking, make sure you have the correct call sign ending with hyphen 112 because it's just one of four different balloons call sign W5KUB in flight, including the two we mentioned in the last couple of weeks launched from Antarctica, W5KUB-114 and hyphen 115. Now, we do have to harp on this. That's what ham radio operators heard midweek when they received HARP, that's H-A-A-R-P-S's radar transmission to asteroid 2010 XC15. The unusual pulsing signal at 9.5 MHz was HARP pinging the asteroid. The signal was heard from New Mexico to here in Australia, 9.6 and 9.585, pulsing every two seconds. And this recording was received by Herb McKimmon of Adelaide here in VK5. Now from VK5 to VK8ZZ, our WIA Secretary. Broadcast listeners will recall that WIA President Scott Williams, VK3KJ, in the WIA board camp comment on December the 18th, noted that the WIA had recently completed our very detailed submission and response to the Australian Communications and Media Authority class licence consultation, including the matter of consideration for higher power operation by radio amateurs in Australia. Scott thanked the WIA Spectrum Strategy Committee for their hard work and also thanked the broader amateur radio community for their participation in the survey, which provided the direction that our response was to take. The entire submission to the ACMA consultation has now been published on the WIA website, along with a summary page, and there is a link in the text edition of this broadcast. I commend it to you to read. So, on this first day of the new year of 2023, we continue the important work of representing the amateur radio service as we make final preparations to attend the International Telecommunications Union's World Radio Conference, WRC 23. This year, we will once again send a representative as part of the official Australian delegation to attend this very important event to be held in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, from the 20th of November to the 15th of December, 2023. 
World Radio Communication Conferences are held every three to four years to review and, if necessary, revise the radio regulations, that is, the international treaty governing the use of the radio frequency spectrum and the geostationary satellite and non-geostationary satellite orbits. Revisions are made on the basis of an agenda determined by the ITU Council, which takes into account recommendations made by previous World Radio Communications Conferences. The general scope of the agenda of the WRC conference is established four to six years in advance, with a final agenda set by the ITU Council two years before the conference, with the concurrence of a majority of members of states. The WIA have been actively participating in the lead-up to WRC 23, noting that the WRC 23 agenda item of direct concern to amateurs is Agenda Item 9.1b, which is likely to result in restrictions to the amateur usage of the 1240 to 1300 MHz frequency band. WRC 23 will look at issues to determine if additional measures are required to ensure the protection of radio navigation satellite service, Space to Earth, operating in the same band. As the National Association for Amateur Radio in Australia and the official representative member society of the International Amateur Radio Union, the Wireless Institute of Australia represents all amateurs in Australia and seeks to protect the frequency allocations and benefits that we are fortunately to currently have. On another note, the election of directors of the WIA is underway, and more news on that matter from John Marshall, the WIA returning officer, in next week's broadcast. This has been Peter Cleave, VK8ZZ, in Darwin, WIA Director and Secretary. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to 2023. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On the beautiful Sunshine Coast of Queensland, it can be heard on 146.825 and 146.850 MHz FM local repeater output frequencies on Sundays at 9am local time. I'm Marty, VK4 Kilo Charlie, the Mad Dog. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there, and Happy New Year. Now, contest-wise, 2023. 1-31 January, Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHF DX Contest Marathon. The contest was established in 1950 to honour the memory of the late Ross A. Hull and his pioneering achievements in the study of tropospheric propagation and the development of new equipment techniques for the higher bands but the final score is based on the seven best days nominated by the entrant. For amateurs with limited operating time, there is also a best two days section. 14-15 January, Summer, VHF, UHF Field Day. 0100 hours UTC Saturday to 0059 hours UTC Sunday, but in VK6 had three hours on to start and end times. 26th of January, Australia Day Contest. This contest is to encourage amateur radio activity around the world and is designed to encourage friendly participation and help improve the operating skills of participants. Amateurs in VK will endeavour to contact other amateurs around the world. VK operators can use the AX prefix as they celebrate Australia Day. Scoring is distance-based, calculated using four-character grid squares. Contest is held on the Australia Day public holiday, 26 January. 
Contest Manager is Alan Shannon, VK4SN. DX Window. The Special Event Station VI100MB is active during 2023, celebrating the centenary of VK2's Manly and District Radio Club. Philippines. PED is active as VK4CCV-DU7 from Cebu on all bands and modes. Listen for the call sign TN8K from the Republic of Congo, activated by the CDXP group. The team from the Czech Republic expects to operate between January 7 and 19 on the hedge of bands from 160 metres to 6 metres, using CW, SSB, RITI, FT8, FT4 and PSK. They'll also make use of the QO100 satellite, QSL via OK6DJ, OQRS or Logbook of the World. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK for FUQ Enningham. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, Victor Kilo 2, Lima Alpha Whiskey. Hello. Jumping in where normally Bruce VK3 Triple Foxtrot would tread in his special interest group news, this news from out of space could have far-reaching effects here internationally. Possibly due to a micrometeoroid or debris strike, the Soyuz MS-22 capsule, currently docked to the ISS, has suffered an external radiator-coolant leak. If it's determined to be unsafe for a crewed return trip, Cosmonaut Sergei Prokopiev and Dmitry Petelin, along with NASA astronaut Frank Rubio, would be effectively trapped until a replacement can be launched. That replacement, the Soyuz MS-23 capsule, is apparently being accelerated for a potential uncrewed launch and would be remotely piloted to the ISS. This is possibly the most significant emergency situation in the 20-plus year history of the ISS. Now to news from Region 1 in Great Britain, the RSGB is making plans to celebrate the coronation of King Charles III and the Queen Consort in May 2023. The coronation theme is looking towards the future while being rooted in our traditions, which the society would like to incorporate in its celebrations. The UK has an ancient chain of fire-based beacons and the RSGB is considering ways that these might be used in the plans. As well as organising events for radio amateurs, this will be a great opportunity to demonstrate amateur radio to the public and to gain publicity in the media. The RSGB has asked hams for their thoughts about how to use the fire beacon chain or any other ideas for activities on the coronation theme that could be used as outreach to the public. The Radio Club of Pursula Oscar Hotel 9 Whiskey and Northern Radio Arcala Oscar Hotel 8 X-Ray today cease activating the station they say belongs to the genuine Santa from Northern Finland next to the North Pole. You can expect Santa's work to continue until December 31st UTC date and this year's special theme has been to focus on children in the troubled areas of the world and has taken the form of a puzzle to be solved by letters the operators have been handing out to their contacts. QRZ.com details how to submit the puzzle results for an award. You can also see the list of hams who have already contacted Santa and his elves. 
In news from Germany, the German National Telecommunications Authority has extended all temporary permits for the amateur radio service, whose validity would have expired on the 31st of December 2022. This means that German radio amateurs may continue to use the frequency ranges 1850 to 1890 kHz and 1890 to 2000 kHz with 750 watts or 100 watts on weekends and contest operation on weekends is also permitted. To Switzerland, the Swiss Amateur Radio Association USKA reports it was possible to obtain clearance for the 4-metre band after lengthy negotiations with the National Telecommunications Authority, BAKOM. The authorisation is valid from today, the 1st of January 2023. Only radio amateurs with Hotel Bravo 9 licences are permitted to use the band. Frequency ranges 70.0 to 70.0375 and 70.1125 to 70.500 MHz. In the range from 70.0375 to 70.1125 MHz, any transmission is prohibited. The maximum power is 25 watts ERP. All common modulation types are permitted in accordance with the IARU band plan is encouraged. Unmanned stations such as relays and Echolink gateways are not allowed. To Region 2, in the USA, Congressman Bill Johnson has introduced a bill in the US House of Representatives to eliminate private land use restrictions that prohibit, restrict or impair the ability of an amateur radio operator from operating and installing amateur station antennas on property subject to the control of the amateur radio operator. The exponential growth of communities subject to private land use restrictions that prohibit both the operation of amateur radio and the installation of amateur station antennas has significantly restricted the growth of the amateur radio service. These restrictions are pervasive in private common interest residential communities such as single-family subdivisions, condominiums, cooperatives, gated communities, master-planned communities, planned unit developments and communities governed by community associations. The restrictions have particularly impacted the ability of amateur radio to fulfil its statutorily mandated duty of serving as a voluntary non-commercial emergency communications service. Administration drafting executive order to simplify space rules. U.S. President Joe Biden's administration is drafting an executive order intended to streamline approval for private rocket launches amid a broader effort to bring legal and regulatory clarity for American companies on everything from space travel to private space stations, according to two U.S. officials familiar with the effort. The order would be part of a push by the White House's National Space Council to modernise US space regulation, which has failed to keep up with the increasingly ambitious pace of private sector investment and development. The order, slated to be ready for Biden to sign early this year, is meant to simplify licensing procedures under existing laws for more routine space activities like launching rockets and deploying satellites. To Canada, the amateur radio community on Prince Edward Island is growing thanks in part to the COVID-19 pandemic and post-tropical storm Fiona. 
Stratford resident Brent Taylor, Victor Yankee 2 Hotel Foxtrot, has been a ham radio operator for 38 years in both New Brunswick and PEI Prince Edward Island. It's one of Eastern Canada's maritime provinces off New Brunswick and Nova Scotia in the Gulf of St Lawrence. Brent said a dozen people started a 12-week training program last year and by 2022's end, eight passed their exams and are now licensed operators. The most diverse I've ever seen and I've been teaching off and on this course for 35 plus years. To see the number of women in the course for one thing is just tremendous. Also, cultural diversity and a wide range of ages from as young as 12 years old. For VK1 WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2 LAW, wishing you a very happy new year. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1 WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3 Triple F. And a very good day to you and happy new year. Worldwide special interest groups, ATV. SSTV unit on ISS is inoperable. The SSTV card that interfaces with the ISS computer was damaged and cannot be reliably used. Also, ISS has recently switched to a new complement of laptops, which requires the Aris Russia team to develop a new computer interface to support SSTV. Aris Russia has been actively working this new development and is consulting with the Aris International Hardware Software team on these efforts. Sergei Samburov, RV3DR, Aris Russia leader, has stated that they expect to complete the SSTV development effort early this year and launch the hardware on a future progress flight later in 2023. Until then, SSTV operations will be down. The Aris International team will keep all informed about SSTV status through its website. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, CW. W2RS Memorial AMSAT CW Activity Day to be held January 1st. In March 2022, the AMSAT community lost one of our pioneers when Ray Swaffer, W2RS became a silent key. In addition to his numerous contributions to AMSAT and the worldwide amateur satellite community, Ray was also the long-time organiser of AMSAT's CW Activity Day, previously AMSAT Straight Key Night, held in conjunction with the ARRL's event on New Year's Day. In recognition of Ray's long-time service to AMSAT and his keen interest in CW operating via satellite, AMSAT is pleased to announce that AMSAT's CW Activity Day will now be known as the W2RS Memorial AMSAT CW Activity Day in Ray's honour. The rules are simple. Operate CW through any amateur satellite between 0100 UTC and 2359 UTC on January 1st, 2023. Straight keys and bugs are encouraged but not required. Logs are not required, but amateurs are encouraged to submit a report of their activity to the AMSAT BB. Photos and video clips of activity are also encouraged. Post them on Twitter and tag at AMSAT.
Remember to use the minimum power required for communication as constant carrier modes, including CW, can disrupt transponder operation for other users. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Final Frontier China has released a small test satellite into orbit from its recently completed Tiangong Space Station. The satellite was released from a deployer on the Chansu-5 cargo ship, which is currently docked at Tiangong. Chansu-5's primary mission is delivering supplies to the space station to support the three Shenzhou-15 mission astronauts, but also carried a number of CubeSats. The 12-kilogram satellite is designated CAS-10. The small spacecraft, also known as the Macau Student Science Satellite 1, carries both optical camera and radio payloads. These will be available for amateur radio operators on the ground to use for two-way communications and to send instructions for taking images. NASA has a long history of hiding secret messages in its spacecraft, and that tradition continued with the launch of the Orion crew capsule in November on top of the Artemis I rocket. Five hidden messages were placed in the Orion capsule, ranging from Morse code to musical notes. In the middle of the capsule, above the cockpit control console, was a Morse code message that spelled out the name Charlie in remembrance of former Orion Deputy Program Manager Charlie Lundquist, who died in 2020. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Military. Last month, communication officers at the Marine Corps Communication Electronics School, MCCES in California, became amateur radio operators. W6BA, the Morongo Basin Amateur Radio Club, administered the exams and... 21 candidates passed their technician exam and one passed their general exam. Retired Marine Corps Warrant Officer 4 Robert Cloutier, WO4ROB, and Mark President says it was a great event and he is excited to see so many new amateur radio operators. So, what drove the officers to want amateur radio licences? Cloutier pointed out that all of the candidates already have a background in radio administration, but not operating experience. Vietnam Vet, radio amateur granted dying wish to get on the air one more time. Vietnam War veteran John Nugent, WA2EQJ, got on the air for what likely will be his final time, thanks to help from the amateur radio community. The 75-year-old U.S. Army Signal Corps veteran lives at the James A. Lovell Federal Healthcare Centre in North Chicago. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Clive joins us primarily with a special message for the Perth VK6 hams in the West. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW. Happy New Year. On behalf of the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia, I wish you all a happy, safe, healthy and prosperous 2023. A reminder that, as per usual, there is no January Bulletin. The first one for 2023 will be on Monday, February the 6th. However, in VK6, there will be a January lunchtime gathering for members and friends of the RAOTC in the Perth area on Tuesday, January the 10th. 
This will be at the new venue, the Woodbridge Hotel, 50 East Street, East Guildford, starting at about midday. Everyone's welcome to come along and have an eyeball QSO, and the well-priced menu can be viewed online by googling Woodbridge Hotel Guildford WA. Limited car parking is available, but if travelling to the Woodbridge Hotel by train, remember to alight at the Guildford East station. The hotel is located close to the intersection of Swan Street East and the Great Eastern Highway, just a short walk southeast of the station. For more details, visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au or contact Luncheon Coordinator Phil VK6ZKO at pbcasper at bigpond.com. That's Papa Bravo Charlie Alpha Sierra Papa Echo Romeo pbcasper at bigpond.com. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks to the old-timer, Clive. And now, the young-timer, Alec, VK2APC. Thank you, Bruce. Yoda Contests for 2023. Are you ready to compete in the next Yoda Contest? Everyone in the ham radio community can take part. It takes place three times per year and only lasts 12 hours. The first round is on the 22nd of April, 2023, starting at 0800 UTC to 1959 UTC. Round 2 is on the 22nd of July, from 10 o'clock UTC to 2159 UTC. And round 3 is on the 30th of December, from 12 o'clock UTC to 2359 UTC. Its aim is to increase we youngsters' activity on the air, strengthening the reputation of the Yoda program and demonstrate the support for youngsters across the world. There are eight different contest categories, which also include special ones for youngsters under 25 years only. It covers the 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 meter bands. The competition will take place in CW and SSB modes. The contest exchange used will be the age of the participating operators. Different ages also serve as multipliers during the contest. Contacts between the own continent are worth 1 point. Working DX is worth 3 points, but the most points will be achieved by working youngsters. The younger the operator, the more points one will get for the QSO. I wish everyone a wonderful and safe New Year's. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Bruce. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio. Return to the future. A group of towns in northern New South Wales have reverted back to what they call reliable technology, namely UHF CB radio. This area has been hit by successive bushfires and now floods, and their telecommunications infrastructure has failed every time. Almost 70 people now have UHF CB radios who tune into the Channons base station that relays important information. 
Radio expert John Miller has helped over 20 communities set up their own radio networks. Want to know more? Take a look at the ABC News story at the email link in this WIA News broadcast. And does this story sound familiar? The ARRL Emergency Network has a great catchphrase they use, when all else fails, to demonstrate that amateur radio can provide a radio and data network with far superior coverage to UHF-CB radio in emergency situations, along with the highly skilled personnel to operate and keep the network running. In Australia, WISEN, or the Wireless Institute Civil Emergency Network, has groups in all states that train and specialise in providing reliable, portable and mobile communications locally, nationally and internationally. If you're interested in becoming involved in WISEN activities, then take a look at the relevant website at the link on the text edition of this WIA National News Service. I'm Bruce, VK3FFF from sunny Bendigo, but on holidays in Mount Martha, and it's lovely. VK1WIA. Well, let's see what's happening this year on the 2023 social scene. VK2, the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club, will not be running Mayhem this year. The event group are refocusing and realigning the direction of the event, hoping to return it in 2024. But on most definitely in VK3, Barg Hamfest, February 5th at the Barg Club Rooms. And for the whole of VK, happening in Hobart, where else? Alaramie 2023, November 4 and 5. And I do take this opportunity to thank the ladies from Alara, the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, for presenting the news yet again last week for the Christmas Day edition. Alara will be back around their birthday around August. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.